without actually talking about it overtly, we discuss a lot of stuff about balance on here. Most of life is about balance, and that's basically what emotion regulation is. It's finding the balance to not be completely closed off and disconnected from your emotions while also not having your emotions absolutely rule you. So just like being somewhere in the middle and not being like a slave to your emotions, but also not being like disconnected from your reality and basically like stifling them away in a closet and not actually feeling anything. And balance is really, really important when it comes to mental health. You never want to be like too much of anything. You always want to kind of stay in the middle of things. Um, I think too, within the idea of staying in the middle, we have to think about how amazing and transformative the discussion around mental health and our emotions have become. I mean, when I was growing up, talking about therapy and mental health was still extremely stigmatized. So we really have to give so much credit to our generation for opening these doors and creating transparency. We have a world now in which we can talk about therapy freely, or if we're feeling depressed or even talk about medication and what we're on, um, we can talk about that in a way that we've never talked about before. Um, Even in just a few years, things have been so transformative. Like in the last five years, just like with the advent of different types of um, social media and things that we share, uh, we just talk about stuff that wouldn't have been imaginable when I was growing up. So for people, young people like you, when you're like 13, um, you're in, you're in kind of like a whole new world of this. Um, and it's really amazing. It's really awesome. But I will say with all awesome and amazing things, we have to have some sort of regulation, right? It's this new thing like Bitcoin or AI and all this shit like ChatGPT, whatever, and all these things that are just unregulated markets. And they're so good and they're so innovative and they're so transformative, but they're unregulated. And you're like, oh, if we regulate it, will it become less innovative? Like, we don't want to like have too many controls on this because we want it to be like a free flowing thing. And the same goes for talking about mental health. Um, You want like we want it to be as open as possible. We're like, this is a good thing being controlled in any way about talking about mental health would be a bad thing. Okay. But also is there a time when we talk about too much, too much about mental health? Like what's too much when talking about ourselves, about mental health, about what we're going through? Um, and you know, like, while it feels good to be open, um, just because we are open, it feels good to talk about mental health. Does not mean we always should be talking about. And today we're going to talk about sort of the balance of that and why, while it's amazing that we've opened these doors, that we do need some sort of like regulatory aspect or checking ourselves when it comes to discussing mental health and discussing our emotions. Welcome back to Depressed Girl's Guide to Life, your average mental health podcast. By an average girl in progress, I'm on this journey with you and I'm going to struggle and you're going to struggle. That's part of it. And I'm here to tell you that you're not alone. I hope any of what I talk about today or in any of the other podcasts has helped you or will help you in your pursuit to bettering yourself, understanding more about yourself. And I just want to celebrate the fact that I don't really have a craggly voice anymore. I mean, I kind of do, but it sort of fades in and out. So I don't know. I feel like, okay, the thing is my when I have this craggliness... Or when I, like, I still kind of have it, I guess. But I have a deeper voice. Which, again, I don't know if I like it or I hate it. I think it sounds kind of sexy. But then it also sounds kind of, like, masculine. And I'm like, maybe I'm just, I don't know. It's, like, sexy female masculine, though. Like, I I like it. I like the dichotomy aspect of it. Again, balance. We're talking about balance. So there's something something good about it, I think. I don't know. I don't know if my voice is going to stay like this forever. Because I used to... 
like, I think, okay, we all do this thing where we kind of change our voice pitch. I do this all the time and I've noticed my friends do it too. Or if you're talking to like, let's say I'm just talking to my friend right now. I'll probably be talking like this also. Cause like, again, like my voice, like I strain my voice a lot. So if I talk in a register, that's not normal or natural for me, I will be straining my voice. Um, it's gonna, it's gonna be kind of painful and like uncomfortable. So I'm like learning to talk at this like normal register and talk from like my vocal cords. This is such a weird thing. I read this the other day. I feel like I have to talk about it, but like Steve O remember that guy Steve O from like, what was it called? Jackass. He, his voice, he thought his voice was fucked up because he like smoked too much and like did drugs and stuff. And I'm like, oh, it's probably the same thing for me of like residuals from smoking or doing other things. And apparently he just was talking from his throat and not his vocal cords. And I'm like, that's actually probably what I do. So I'm working on talking from my vocal cords now. But anyway, what I was saying about that is we change the register of our voice depending on who we talk to. So like if I'm talking to my friend, I'll usually just talk in this like low ass register, normal, this is my voice kind of voice. But if I'm talking to like someone who is in a position of power, like I think a lot of us go like, oh yeah, like I can, t- See, I can't even do it fucking anymore. It's just gone. This, this, my, my body's trying to tell me to stop being a fucking brown nose or to stop like pretending to be someone else. But I'll like put my voice in like a different register. I'll like talk kind of high pitched and like, oh my God. Yeah. Like I totally see like what you mean, blah, 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 blah. Like all of that which I don't know if anyone noticed, but my voice did change just now. So this is how my voice is going to be from now on is just this like very low sultry voice. So I hope everyone likes it and gets used to it. So we're talking about balance and when we talk about how we talk about mental health and what sort of the, I don't want to say correct because I've already talked about how I don't like that word, but the the way to talk about mental health. So it's not, again, we don't want to go backwards. We, we don't want to talk too little about mental health. But we also don't want to talk too much about mental health. Once again, no, the floodgates have opened. Um, and, you know, I'm not trying to be a downer, I swear. I mean, all I do is talk about mental health on this thing. Like, who am I to say we shouldn't talk about mental health all the time? But hear me out. I think we do love how free we can be in expressing ourselves. And I wholeheartedly think that's amazing. But again, and I have to say, like, there are definitely caveats to this as there is with almost anything like not like you should never have too much of anything like just because something is good and a positive thing for our society doesn't mean we should have like an unlimited access and amount to it do you know what I mean I don't know maybe I'm maybe I'm having a backwards mindset right now but um you know like as an example there are personally times when me and my friends are talking about mental health and I'm like oh my god like I talk and think about my mental health all the time. Could we just literally talk about anything else? Because I talk about it all. Like I, I think about it all the time because I am a depressed person. So it's something that is always sort of in the general forefront of my mind of like, oh, how am I doing emotion regulation right now? How's my body reacting to this? How am I doing? Why am I anxious right now? Why? Like, it's always something I talk about. And it's why I do the show because I need an outlet to talk about like half the stuff that I think about. I can't just like keep it in my brain, but you know, like you want an escape from your life. Like I don't want to necessarily be consuming content about mental health all the time. This It's a bad plug for the show, but like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to like be watching TV or listening to stuff about mental health all the time. I don't want to be talking about mental health all the time. Sometimes I don't want to think about it, which I think is normal if it's a thing that consumes your, all of your existence and every waking moment that you have. Um, Like it can be, it can get overwhelming. And again, nice to be open. It's great. Like there are times you just want to have a chill time with your friends and not 
just like think or talk about that kind of stuff. Like I think you just want to like have a break a little bit. Something too that's come up is that people are a lot more open, which again, I mean, is great. I'm not saying no, but it's also wild that now we can be at like a social gathering and you'll ask someone how they're doing and they'll be like, I'm doing horrible, you know? Like, remember when we all had to say, I'm doing good, I'm doing great, like, everything's amazing, even when it's not. Um, And this is part of the authenticity thing. I think it's good. I think it's good that we can wear our emotions on our sleeve, kind of, kind of. See, I have to caveat it. I have to curb it. I think it's pretty good, for the most part, that we wear our emotions on our sleeves. But sometimes, I also wish we could go back to the days of just being, like, of responding to a a pleasantry with another boring generic pleasantry of like you go to a social gathering and we all just say like, yeah, I'm good. And maybe you go to your friends or you go to your family or people that you're really close to and be like, Hey, actually I'm not good. Um, and I need someone to talk to. Um, and I need to caveat that at some point as well, because I don't think you should go to your friends and family constantly. This is why we have therapy. Like don't like, fucking bug your friends with I'm sorry I don't mean I'm usually like I try to be someone who is very understanding but I just feel like this is something where I don't want to be at a social gathering and being like your therapist well like I I could just be like chilling you know um so yeah sometimes I wish we could just go back to the whole boring pleasantry thing um I think that's what I'm saying for this episode. Like authenticity is great within reason. Um, And as someone who does talk about mental health a lot, I usually get designated to be like the therapy friend, um, which I enjoy, but it's still hard to have people like dump their stuff on you all the time. And I'm like, wow, am I just responsible for my mental health and then everyone around me's mental health? Like, is that just part of it? And again, like I enjoy it. Like I do, like I like being the therapy friend because it is something I like. I think it's something I'm good at. I like giving advice. I like being empathetic. Um, but it's also like, you know, when like, again, like you, you've now given someone an obligation. If you go to a party and you're like, Hey, how's it going? Oh, I just did the voice thing. My voice just went up. <laughs> I was like, Hey, how's it going? Um, and they're like, Oh, I'm, I'm really not good. Like you have now obligated someone to be like, Oh my God, what's wrong? And like, make you feel better. Which is not really, it's not fair to you that you're feeling like shit, but it's also not fair to someone else that they might not be in the mindset to want to be your therapist at that moment. Um, yeah, so if, like, if I'm at a party and someone says they're not doing great, I naturally like want to become empathetic and want to talk to them and make them feel better. Um, but I'm also like, this is sort of unfair that this like now falls on me and now I have to be responsible for you when I'm not really in the mindset to play therapist right now. Um, you know, like even your therapist, therapy friend needs a break now and then like give your therapy friend some vacation days, give them some time off because I don't know. I just like, I don't know. Maybe of late, I've just been walking into parties and like people have just been like too fucking honest with me. And honestly, I have, I have to like be the one to like set a boundary even, and it feels really bad because someone will be like, Oh, I'm not doing so great. And I'm like, Oh, sorry to hear that. Anyway, do you know where the food is at this party? Like, I'll just have to, I I don't can't, I can't, I can't do it. Like, I can't do it all the time. Like, I have to be, I also have to think about myself. And if in that moment I'm hungry and I want like a vodka, whatever, soda, what do I drink? Vodka soda. Then I want to just do that and not 
talk i don't want i can't expand 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 i always get those two words confused expend the emotional energy into your mental state right now if you want to like get coffee actually no i was gonna say if you want to get coffee and talk about it like again i just like this is why i'm like go to therapy go to therapy like don't put all this shit on the people around you in your life because it's just not fair and this is why also like i don't blame everybody around therapy should be more accessible. Like I love that all my friends are in therapy right now. And like, they've all decided to like jump on that bandwagon. Cause I'm like, yeah, like you need it. Like not in a bad way. We all need it. You can't use other people as your emotional outlets. You have to do it in a professional setting where your therapist is literally like, that's their job. They have signed up for this. They are okay with doing this. You are not approaching them at a random party. You're in a space for that. Um, And that's what's important. You need designated spaces for that. The same way you need designated spaces for everything. This is what I mean. Regulation. It's a good thing. You need to put some controls on it rather than just be like, I can emote anywhere, which I do too. But like, we shouldn't, you know, we can't just like let that, let that shit run wild. It's emotion regulation. It's regulation. It's good. It's good for the country. And I really do want to keep saying, like, I think transparency is amazing. Like, I think we are in a very innovative time right now to talk about our emotions. I'm so proud of how far we come as a society. But, like, trauma dumping all the time in public at any social gathering, I don't think that should be commonplace. You know? And it is. It really is. It really is commonplace now. Um, And this is why we, like, need regulation. And also, do you all have that friend who is always in a bad mood. You're like, hey, what's up? And every time they're like, my life is so awful, this, that, and like the third happened and I'm so miserable. And you're like, wow, this is not what I signed up for. Also, if you're always miserable, like that's a you problem. And I say this as someone who was always miserable. I never put it out there. Again, I like perfection. I like to fake my emotions and pretend like everything's going amazing. But if you're always miserable too and you feel like you need to let that out into the universe that's a really good sign that you need therapy and that you also just need to like and I say and I say that's a you problem not to be like rude or mean but like realizing that that's a you problem is going to be the most powerful thing that you could potentially do for yourself like as soon as you realize like I'm never in a good state of mind when I leave my house or even when I'm at my house, whatever it is, I can't speak for you at your house because you're not trauma dumping on me at your house. But like, you're like, I'm never in a good state of mind. Like maybe think about why that is. Maybe think about why you're at a social gathering and all you can talk about is how miserable you are because that shouldn't be like the point of life. And this is a bigger subject, but I was I like watched, I'm now like addicted to TikTok and I was watching a TikTok and someone was like, the point of life is to enjoy and like be happy. And it's really that simple. And that was something that I know I know it in my soul, but it's something that I need to hear often because I'm like, if you're just walking around miserable all the time, like you're not fulfilling your potential as a human being. Like you're not doing what you need. Something is, something is wrong. Something needs to change. Because the point of life and the point of living life, like, it's like, yeah, life is going to be hard. It's going to throw shit at you. But the point of living life is just not to be miserable all the time. You're supposed to be happy with what you have. You're supposed to be happy with your general existence. You're not like, you're not supposed to be like, I don't know. I think I I really do want to do, I know this is every episode. I really do want to do another episode about this, but 
I think for me, someone who was depressed, I used to think that like, yeah, you're supposed to be miserable in life. Life is supposed to be hard. Every single person is walking around here miserable. Everybody's faking how happy they are because life is just miserable. Life is really hard and life is just inherently shitty. And we're all pretending that it's not, but it really is. And we all actually feel shitty. And that's not true. Not everybody feels shitty all the time. Um, you might feel shitty all the time, but that's what I'm saying. That's, that's a, that's a you thing. Um, and as soon as you like crack out of that mentality, a lot of stuff will change because you're like, oh, I'm actually living my life right now for me. I'm actually living my life for good. Um, and I don't have to talk about how miserable I am and dump all my shit on my friends all the time. Um, I have the ability to reason with myself and sit with myself and be cool for the most part. Um, and again, I'm getting into the inner workings of this too. Cause I'm like, I want to like be like, and I have a cure all for this and I know exactly how you can do it, but I don't. Um, which is why I like speak on this podcast because I'm figuring it out myself. It takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of trial and error. You're going to fail a lot in figuring out the shit that makes you happy and the shit that you need in your life to not make you feel miserable. Um, but like, that's part of the process. You have to just kind of like go into it and be like, yeah, like, I don't know what I want out of life. I don't know what's going to make me happy. But the point is to kind of figure it out and do trial and error and do it. Um, yeah, a lot of it is throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what sticks and being like, oh yeah, that shit makes me happy. And it's, and it's, um, what's the word? Healthy. (laughs) It's healthy and it makes me happy. So that's your winning combo right there. So yes, to just continue authenticity, hundred percent, but also realize that not everybody is in the same place as you all the time. Um, and maybe that means in life or maybe it means in that moment, but I think there should be some grace given to other people in a situation where people are talking about mental health so liberally, like maybe even like from a triggered standpoint, like we should sort of realize that not everybody can deal with that, um, in every waking moment. Um, and, 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 and this is you giving grace to other people's mental health. Like you shouldn't suck the life out of people because you need help in that moment. Not everyone's there. Like maybe check in and see if that person is not too emotionally exhausted to hear about your stuff right now. Like a quick check-in of like, Hey, I'm like not doing so great, but like, I, you know, like, I don't want to like, you know, not burden, but like, I don't want to like, you know, if you can't and and give that person like a choice if they want to talk to you about that right now. I don't know. You have to like think about other people's mental health too, you know? So yeah, to recap, authenticity is great. I love her. She's awesome. But we need to figure out if there are moments to be authentic and moments to sort of like keep it to yourself. Um, Not every situation is going to need you to be your most authentic self and tell everyone you're everything. Like keep some mystery in your life too. Like especially we know this from just like general situations. If you're in a professional setting, like you're not going to be talking balls to the wall about like every you're not going to be like wow like I have such bad like anxiety right now at work like because you're first of all so many things like you're just like transparency use it lib not liberal use it what's the word I'm sometimes at a loss for words I wonder too if my loss for words has to do with the fact that I have had COVID but didn't realize it that's definitely a symptom of COVID right or you're like searching for words what word was I thinking about it? Just restrict your 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 chatter. 
because yeah, not not everybody can can deal with you, <laughs> and and that's and that's fine. Also, the one other thing I've noticed is like, and this is something that made me kind of shut up is not everybody's gonna react in a in a in a way that you want in a constructive way. Like again, I'm a therapy friend. I know how to talk to people about their mental health. I know how to make people feel better usually after the fact. Um, but not everyone will. Like I've had, I've talked about, I remember I've talked about my trauma in like public situations and there have been times where like the other person will invalidate me and make me feel worse. So that's another reason to not really do it unless you feel comfortable, unless it's in a space that makes sense. Um, yeah, don't just like do it to everyone. Like sometimes you'll just end up feeling worse and that's not what you want, dude. Like really you, you want to, you, yeah, that's the, the, so many pros and, and so many, so many pros of just like restricting sort of your, your transparency when it comes to your own mental health, I will say, um, not just for the other person, but also for you. So, and that is all for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I have enjoyed making these. I feel like sometimes I need topic ideas. So if you have a topic in mind, you can DM me at depressed girls got to life on Instagram. You can, I don't know, does TikTok have DMing? Can someone tell me? Cause I don't think it does. Um, and they probably should, right? Is that something we've thought about? Anyway, you can comment something on TikTok, I guess, and follow those two things. If you so choose to send this podcast along to anybody who you think would benefit. Um, and that might mean telling your friend that they talk too much about their mental health and that they need to rein it in. And maybe that's a hard conversation to have. So if you don't want to have that conversation, just send them this podcast. Uh, and that's really all. We'll see you in the next one.